Hi, this is Connor Trenier. You're listening to Treks in Sci-Fi. Hello, everyone. This is Rico, and you're listening to another episode of Treks in Sci-Fi. This is Sunday, February 17th, 2019, episode 717. Today we're going to look at, uh, we're going to go back to doing <laughs> Star Trek episodes uh, from uh, previous series, not Discovery this time, since we've been covering a lot of Discovery lately. So we're going to go back to doing, an, uh, this week we're going to cover an Enterprise episode. This one is from Season 4, called Bound. Uh, it features some Orion slave girls who come aboard the Enterprise, kind of uh, cause some problems, as you might guess if you know this episode. And even if you don't know the episode, you can probably guess. I, I, I As I've said many, many times, I, I thought I covered this episode, but in searching my archives, I don't think I did. I hope I didn't. I did a search. I looked around. I didn't see it. So I'm trying uh, trying to make sure I don't, you know, go over old ground. So I think I'm just going to play the episode, uh, comment along with it for all of you. And uh, yeah, that should be fun. We'll talk about some other stuff to begin with uh, and, uh, you know, kind of a classic style uh, Treks and sci-fi here, cover a Trek episode talk about latest uh, geeky things and, and, and a few other topics. Uh, maybe a little weather. Who knows? Uh, so stand by. Here we go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Treks in Sci-Fi podcast. Scotty, beat me up. Fascinating. Stand by to receive our transmission. Again, welcome to the podcast, everyone. A uh, couple bits of business. If you um, like to support the show, you can always do that over at patreon.com forward slash treks in sci-fi, a couple of dollars a month or something, whatever you feel like. Uh, Patreon's the, you know, a lot of people use it. A lot of podcasts use it. I support shows that I listen to that way if they're on Patreon. And you should, too, because, you know, these things, you know, takes people's time. They buy equipment. They buy, you know, whatever else they need to do, you know, things like web hosting and storage space for Dropbox, you know, all kinds of there's all kinds of things that go into doing a podcast, um, especially the way a, a lot of people do it. Video storage is 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 really tricky. I mean, uh, Vimeo that I use for that, for example, um, it doesn't, it's not a free service. You can get free Vimeo, but you can't really do a whole lot with it. It's pretty limited. You can, of course, use YouTube, but I, I, you know, YouTube I use, but man, YouTube is just not, I know people like PewDiePie and people, you know, have been real popular and successful over there, but the ads are just killing me on, on YouTube. Although I, I know you can spend the 10 bucks or whatever it is a month and get a ad-free experience on YouTube. And the other thing about YouTube is, is they really, the thing I've always, um, said and why I moved over to Vimeo is they're very restrictive on, you know, if you've got a little bit of music on your show that's, that's you know, they don't want you to use or they find it and, and they'll drop it. The, the craziest thing about YouTube to me, though, is, and I don't know how this works, I'm, I'm kind of spinning off on a tangent, but you can find pretty much every song on there, right? Uh, you know, even newer ones, older ones, everywhere in between, but but man, you use a little music in a podcast and, and they freak out. So I, I don't understand how their algorithm, how that all works. I, I really don't. Uh, what they choose to drop and, and remove and what they don't, it, it, it's it's amazing to me. I, I, I just, I, I think if they were consistent about it, no one would be on YouTube, right? Be, because everyone's going on there for, for content that at some point in the content, whether it's just a flat out, song posted or, or a music video or, or some music in a show or, or a t television show or a bit of a movie or whatever. Heck, just about everything on there has something in it that, that's copyrighted by somebody else. And I get it. I understand that people have their legal rights to that, that info. But the, you know, I, I'm a little guy. I'm not making any money off any of this, uh, you know, posting stuff either on Vimeo or YouTube or whatever. 
people who who get lots of views i you know then i could i guess i could understand if somebody posts a, a new song by somebody and then they get a million views you can actually make some a little bit of money off of that that's probably not a good thing so all right side note anyway doesn't really matter uh patreon.com forward slash treks and sci-fi treksf at gmail.com is the best way to email me so how is everyone i i didn't do a podcast last week uh, the early part of the year, sometimes I, I, I try to take it a little easier. Uh, it's been, um, weekends have been kind of like my little recharge time. And, you know, I, I haven't reached out to a few of the other people that do guest hosting, but any, anybody who wants to do a guest spot, let me know. So some of the weeks that I, you know, in between weeks where I would have a guest host or I could play maybe a repeat episode or another do some uh, podcast crossover stuff. Um, a, a couple of times, I'm just going to skip it, and that's what I did last week. And uh, but I'm back this week with a Trek episode, with a classic style show. So uh, that's what happened there. Uh, and uh, you know, I've done this for a very long time, so a week off here or there does not um, doesn't seem too much to do or to ask. Uh, so, again, I uh, hope everyone's doing well. Winter still stinks here in Michigan. It's gotten a little bit better, although, I don't know, last week, the early part of last week wasn't good. I'm going to get a little tea here. Hang on. Very good, uh, as, as the guys say or people say in podcasting, good radio here. Take a little drink. But, um, yeah, I think we're muddling through. We're past mid midpoint of February. Once we hit March... Uh, even though the weather will still be pretty cold here and cool, uh, it should start to see some signs of spring maybe coming. I hope. I really hope so. Uh, one little footnote. I don't know if I've mentioned it on the podcast. I was trying to get to Star Wars Celebration this year, and uh, I did not uh, get a press pass. I applied for it in the, in their normal system way, way in advance in the little time frame they had. Actually, I think that you had about a month or maybe more to apply several months ago. And I just got an email a week or two ago uh, that uh, no press pass, even though two years ago uh, when I went down to Orlando and went with Chris and Joe uh, and met up with them there, I did get a press pass. So, and I know that doesn't mean you're always going to get one. I have a feeling being in Chicago, I mean, the email said they had a flood of applications for press uh, to go to the show. So uh, it's... Um, it wasn't too big of a surprise, but the funny part about it all is it turns out I have a big um, work uh, meeting, a global meeting where there's a lot of people from my company coming in, to, in from out of town, like 35 people from Europe and from Asia. And, and uh, it's uh, during that the end of that week, right, you know, during celebration. So it would have been I probably would have not been able to go or I, if I would have gone to celebration, I would have had to have done it very limited, like I would have had to left on you know, maybe like Friday and only been there. Like, is it Sunday too? Or do they stop on Saturday? I can't remember. And I think they have it on Sunday. Do they? Anyway, um, point being, it would have been a real, it would have been a conflict and I probably really wouldn't have been able to go. So maybe it was a blessing in disguise. I'm still trying to get out to San Diego Comic-Con this year. Again, I, I do have a press application in for that. I don't think I've heard back officially from them yet, but they, they also take a little while. I'll have to look into that and see. I'm trying to remember when I learned last year that I was going to, you know, it would, I would guess it would be around the same time uh, that I would learn that I, um, I got a press pass because I didn't, uh, didn't get tickets for either of these the normal way. I, I just did press things. So we'll see how that works out. I do want to get to a convention this year, at least one, maybe a couple. I'll always go to the Michigan one. The Michigan one here in uh, May is looking pretty good so i'll definitely be there let's see what else uh some some television movie stuff i want to see the uh, alita battle angel movie i was going to go later this afternoon i don't know i've got some stuff i need to do i i'm i'm debating whether to go today or to try to catch it sometime during the week after work or something like that i might do that instead for a change and um the um that does look good though i i, I do want to see that i'm I'm trying to not see it in 3D, although it looks like it's kind of tailor-made for that. Uh, Robert Rodriguez directed it. James Cameron was involved. Uh, it looks pretty cool. It's based on a anime manga thing, I think. I don't know anything really about it. I, I've never watched any uh, previous uh, stuff of it. 
from anime or read any manga of it. So I would be going in pretty fresh. Uh, but they do want to see that. Uh, the normal television this week was good. I've um, been keeping up on that pretty well. Uh, I did watch uh, the DC Universe app, you know, another streaming app that we all need multiple services. Started their new series, you know, I, they had Titans, the live action Teen Titans, or just they called it Titans, with uh, Dick Grayson as Robin, and, and they had Raven and Starfire and all that, um, and Beast Boy. Uh, very, very adult, very serious show. Uh, they have a new one that just started on Friday. I think the first, yeah, the first episode was on Friday. I watched the first episode, and the DC Universe app. I like this. I know a lot of people prefer when they drop a whole season worth of episodes, but it's a little intimidating to me since I don't really binge watch stuff. Um, when Netflix does that, it takes me a while to get around to watching the the series. And then when I do even, I only watch about an episode a week. Uh, but um, so on DC Universe, they did the same thing with Titans where they only release one episode per week which is much easier for me to jump on board and, and, and watch an hour-long episode. So I watched the pilot of Doom Patrol. It's an adult series. Uh, there, there is language. There is a little bit of nudity. Uh, uh, so I'm warning people, you know, for kids, it's not really a kid show. Titans really wasn't a little kid show. Probably okay for teenagers and up, I would say. Uh, but, you know, use your best judgment, your own judgment. Um, but it's good. I'm not as familiar with uh, the Doom Patrol characters. I've read a few a bit of their comics years back, uh, but I'm not as familiar with those characters as I, I was with Titans. So this will be interesting to me because, you know, I don't know them as well. But it's got a good cast. Uh, Brendan Fraser's in it. You know, where's he been? Where's he been hiding? <laughs> he, he's like robot man guy. And uh, but uh, and Timothy Dalton is in it as this sort of scientist guy. And, and uh, yeah, it's it's good. I like it a lot. And uh, and Alan Tudyk, from Firefly, who is great and everything is in it. It looks like he's having a blast. So, yeah, I recommend if you if you want to try the DC Universe app, uh, this is um, looks like another good show. I, I, I'm really glad that I signed up for uh, a year of DC Universe uh, is service because when one they when they did that offer, it was cheaper. Uh, but also, they're doing a pretty good job of spreading out new content. Uh, CBS All Access, uh, switching over to that channel or or streaming service, they appear to be trying to do the same thing. They have uh, uh, a couple of other series on there right now that are that look interesting. Uh, I haven't had a chance to watch them. Obviously, besides Star Trek Discovery, which we're on, I think we got episode five the other day, which was a very great episode, really, really good. I don't want to say too much about it. A lot of Tilly in it. Um, there was some stuff with, um, well, I can't say because I don't know if any who's really watching, so I'm not going to spoil it. But um, the, they are also doing a new Twilight Zone series starting in April, I think. Uh, and that that is could be potentially really great. I mean, I love the Twilight Zone. I've watched most of the newer incarnations of it. Uh, I didn't, I don't know if I watched the, the very last one that they did it that much. It didn't last very long. Forrest Whitaker was the host, was the Rod Serling type character, you know, where he would introduce things. Uh, did that even last a season? I think it was on CBS then as well. But um, yeah, this should be good. I'm excited by that idea. And, and the fact that it's on a streaming service is probably going to let them do things a little bit further and a little edgier, perhaps kind of like Black Mirror can get away with on uh, on Netflix. So yeah, very excited. Very excited to see on uh, more Twilight Zone. So hopefully CBS All Access is going to try to keep pumping out some content. You know, of course, they're going to be getting the Captain Picard series that's being rumored to be just called Picard. We'll see about that. Who knows? Um, I've been hearing rumors that it's supposed to have already been basically set to last for for three seasons of maybe 10 episodes each season. Nothing is, I don't think, confirmed on that. So so don't hold me to that. But that's what I've heard them talking about. Um, the um, the other a couple of other series that are interesting right now is uh, Deadly Class, which is on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm enjoying that. That's based on a comic, and uh, another one that just dropped on Netflix on Friday. Also, The Umbrella Academy, which is another um, comic book based uh, series. So uh, yeah, lots of good stuff. I'm watching the new season of The Magicians. 
uh, really, really, uh, you know, we said this, I, I was, um, did a little show yesterday with, with Jen from the Anomaly podcast and Rick Pete. We talked about this very cool sci-fi book, uh, by Brandon Sanderson, uh, called Skyward. And we'd all read it. Well, all three of us had read it and we had a, we did a show and, and, uh, Jen's going to be doing that or putting that up on Anomaly. I may uh, ask her to use it on Treks and Sci-Fi sometime in the future, but great book, by the way. Uh, but we were talking about how, you know, there's just so much content, so much geeky, you know, uh, shows to watch, movies, television, um, movies out of the theater. You know, we have Captain Marvel coming very soon, just less than a month away, early March for that. I got to buy tickets, geez. And uh, yeah, great time to be a geek, right? So... I think uh, that covers it. Uh, we still don't have a title for episode nine yet. For the and they did just post up a picture of the three main uh, characters, cast people: uh, Finn, Poe, and, and uh, Ray. Uh, you know, in their costumes, kind of hugging in this photo from J.J. Abrams on Twitter. So I guess they've wrapped filming, which I thought they had wrapped filming a long time ago. Like like months and months ago, I, I maybe these were just some pickup shootings or or whatever. They can't have been filming all this time, uh, didn't they? Start filming like a year and a half ago. I don't understand. I, I'm confused a little bit by that. I mean, the movie is coming out in December, right? It, it, so maybe maybe the last few went to this point in time to wrap filming. I mean, we all know that we're going to get at this point in time since they haven't shown us anything yet. We all know that in April, uh, in about two months, a little less than two months, is when we're going to get probably the first really good look at this movie. I, who knows? We might get a little teaser prior to that to just get people excited, and maybe they'll release the title name. I'd have to look back in history. I think we knew the title, um, The Last Jedi, before uh, the Star Wars celebration two years ago, you know, before that movie. I thought we did. I don't think they announced the title there. I think we knew about that before. So we'll probably get a title announcement, I think, before, excuse me, before Celebration. And know that, you know, maybe just a little, maybe we'll just get a few minute, you know, a minute of some kind of a little preview. I think uh, JJ did that before. You know, I remember that very first uh, preview that he did with The Force Awakens. Uh, I thought that, uh, you know, J.J., I feel, is, is well, I like J.J. a lot. I like what he does. I like the kind of films he makes. I like his his style. And I like the way he, he markets and previews things. I don't think we get too much from him. Uh, I think he's done a good job with that when he was working on Star Trek. And I think we'll see that, too, with uh, Star Wars. So, all right, we're almost 18 minutes or so into the podcast. Let's, uh, we probably should segue over to doing this Enterprise episode. So this one... Again, it's from season four. It's called Bound. Uh, I think it'll be fun to watch. Uh, I know I'll have fun watching it and, and talking about it. I hope you guys enjoy listening. And then um, after the episode, I'll be back and kind of wrap up today's podcast. Uh, again, thanks for joining me. Uh, and uh, here we go with the Enterprise episode, Bound. Captain Starlog, December 27th, 2154. We're on course for the Berengarius system potential site for the first in a series of proposed star bases. A Vulcan science vessel surveyed the seventh planet over 50 years ago. The file states it's an M-class world with a flourishing ecosystem, no intelligent life. Okay, here we go with the episode, obviously. They did report obviously. one distinctive feature which bears mentioning. And that is? A species of flying reptile, some reportedly over 200 meters long. They're also said to breathe fire. There's been lingering questions over the accuracy of this report. Can't wait to find out. That's a little comment back to a comment Spock made in the uh, in uh, the. It's on an intercept cool. I think it was an animated I series episode. Configuration. Let's see it. Oh no, it was in uh, original series. Sorry. Um, Doesn't look very friendly. Tactical alert. Let's see what they want, Hoshi. They're responding. Captain Archer. And you are? Harad Sar. Deactivate your weapon systems immediately, or I'll be forced to open fire. So it's an Orion guy, and uh, he's, uh, yeah, not super friendly.
All right, since we don't have Jen and Angela to sing this for us, I'll dial it down and <laughs> tell you a little bit about this episode. Um, this is episode uh, Bound is the title. It is from season four, episode 17 of that season. First aired on April 15th, 2005. Uh, so what is that, 14 years ago? About, yeah. Written by Manny Cotto and directed by Alan Croker. Uh, this is... Um, yeah, I think it's kind of more or less a bottle episode, we'll call it. Uh, you know, there's other things going on here, but uh, the, um, yeah, I think this is a fairly self-contained episode, and uh, it's fun, you know, the Orions, and I, and I like some of the things that they bring out in this episode. I'll tell you a little bit more as we go, uh, some other things about it, but uh, it, um, yeah, I think this is a fun one, and it, uh, you know, we haven't covered anything from Enterprise in a while. And so I thought that would be a good one to uh, get back to. So here we go. I think that should get us back to the episode, yes. You're still targeting my ship. And you're targeting mine. Yeah. It seems we're at an impasse. Not for long. Instead of sitting here pointing guns at each other, why don't we deactivate our weapons together? Very well. Now, what can we do for you? I have a proposal to make. I'm listening. I prefer to discuss business in person. You're invited aboard my ship. We've dealt with your people before. The experience wasn't one I care to repeat. If you can give me some idea what this is about. What I have to say could smooth relations between your Starfleet and the Orion Syndicate. My hospitality is renowned, Captain. I don't offer it to everyone. And once I have been refused, I never offer it again. So the last Orions we ran into almost turned nine of our crew members into slaves. Let's at least ask him to come here. I have a feeling he'd see it as an insult. I can live with that. Any chance to improve relations with the Syndicate, I'm willing to take that risk. Anything to have one less hostile species out there. So they're they're heading to the transporter room, obviously. Seven of the transfer conduits are back online. The eighth is still giving us some trouble. Did you run a phase diagnostic? It came back negative. Better work up a bypass. Already underway. Kelby. Kelby. We have a problem. I'm not sure what you mean, sir. Look, the captain asked me to stick around. As soon as the repairs are done, I'm back on Columbia. And it's no reflection on me that the captain wants you to oversee the work. That's right. I was a chief engineer for four years. Well, it doesn't look like he's ready to let you go. I'd better get on it. Yeah, if you remember at this point, uh, Trip came back to the Enterprise uh, and they had another engineer as chief. Is there anything I can do to help? With Kelvin? With the engine. I could use a second pair of eyes in the field, Matrix. The pattern's bothering me and I can't figure out why. I'll take a look at it. Thanks. Commander, have you been experiencing any unusual daydreams? Daydreams? Accompanied by intense auditory and visual sensations that would involve me. You're wondering if I've been having any daydreams about you? Essentially. Well, let me think. No, nothing comes to mind. I forget I mentioned it. Have you been having daydreams about me? It's not important. You gonna tell me what this is about? No. I am a private. So obviously, you remember they were kind of very connected, which is one of the reasons why Trip left Enterprise. I was because of various ways: buying, selling. Plundering. The situation calls for it. So they're in the Piracy Orion ship. They're having business. drinks and I food. I prefer commerce. This is from a planet in the Gorn, Hegemony. The Gorn. The less said about them, the better. However, they brew the finest Meridor in the five systems. Delicious. I'm pleased. You have acquired something of a reputation, Captain. Favorable, I hope. 
Well, you're wanted in the Klingon Empire, the Orion Syndicate. <laughs> no, I would have imagined such a man would have a more robust appetite. With all those people after me, I need to stay quick on my feet. <laughs> yes. You said you had something important to discuss with us. It's a poor custom to discuss business before entertainment. If the food didn't arouse your hunger, this should. So, of course, it, you know, in this point in time in uh, Trek, you know, history and everything, you know, there are Orion slave girls and, and the Orion syndicate is still a big thing. Of course, Starfleet and the Federation doesn't like it, but they can't really exactly interfere either. And so they just brought in three uh, lovely Orion slave girls to dance for the Enterprise guys. I can't think. And as we all know, that this is a... a Captain? Not exactly uh, hard for, or not I'd have easy to agree with my tactical officer for the men to resist their charms. Let's say. I do like the fact that we're getting to see some Orion I think she likes you. guys, you know, two more in Enterprise, not just the girls. Her name is Navarre. She's the most experienced of the three. They're sisters. I purchased them at a trading post you once visited. So they're each sort of, you know, dancing around, you know, coming up next to Captain Captain Archer, the other crew. Make you forget most of your troubles. Of course, creatures such as these come with troubles of their own. (laughs) But women are the same throughout the galaxy, aren't they? claims he's discovered a planet with large deposits of magnesite, enough to build a thousand warp reactors. And that's just what his scanners could detect. He's offering to give us the coordinates. Why would he divulge his information? He doesn't have the infrastructure to get the magnesite out of the ground. So he wants Starfleet to construct mining facilities. Then he'll get a 10% share. He's also promised to help establish a dialogue between Starfleet and the Orion Syndicate. Are you going to accept his offer? I already have. I thought you were here seeking my advice. Haratsar insisted that I accept a gift to celebrate the transaction. Given the situation, I uh, couldn't refuse. And the gift happens uh, to be D-deck now, where most of the crew quarters. The are three located. Orion girls. Where does Captain Archer stay? Um, E. That's uh, one deck below us. How many levels are there? Um, a total of uh, seven, <laughs> seven decks. Uh, we've arranged these for you. You need something to do? Uh, the other two rooms are right next door. I'll so Malcolm is showing them to their quarters, you know, but they're not used to quite this kind of uh, life and they're pretty much <laughs> just messing with him. Captain Archer has a very large ship. Uh, it's roomy. But everything's so functional. There's no color. I hadn't really thought about it, to tell you the truth. At least it's private. What's your name? Uh, Lieutenant Reed. Uh, Malcolm. Pleased to meet you, Lieutenant Reed Malcolm. Malcolm's fine. Well, um, someone will be by shortly to show you how everything works. In the meantime, just try to make yourself at home. Okay, Malcolm, get out of there. Yeah. Uh, This way, ladies. 
Captain Starlog Supplemental. Harat Sar has turned over the coordinates of the planet he described. We're en route to verify his claims. I've been hearing some concerns from the crew. Concerns? The Orion women. Their presence is becoming disruptive. You're telling me. The crew isn't used to having Orions on board. It's more than that. Our guests visited the mess hall this morning. As a result, 12 crewmen reported late for their shifts. I get the picture. It's primarily their attire. Or lack of it. I'll see about assigning them some clothes. It might also be a good idea if you have a word with them. They're still under the impression they belong to you. Unless a new policy has been instated, I believe Starfleet doesn't condone slavery. I'll speak to them first chance I get. Thank you. Yeah, sure, I'll speak to him, to Paul. Okay, no problem. Lieutenant. Yep. Now we're in uh, one of the uh, Enterprise's gym areas here. Have you seen them yet? I ran into one of them in the corridor. They're really... <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. What are you trying to do? Get them out of my head. The pain helps. You should try it. Yeah, okay. When I was on my parents' ship, we picked up some Deltans once. The ship was having engine trouble. I don't know that species. The females are unbelievably attractive. Very open about... I was 15. I couldn't think straight. Could barely breathe. Only thing that got me through it was weight training with my dad. <laughs> <laughs> he said if I was exhausted, idle hands and all that. Well, did it help? Help my biceps. I'd go heavier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they're trying to, you know, work it out uh, of them. Now one of them is on uh, in the engineering area, which I don't understand how they're just walking around the ship. You know, it's just like, sure, go into a critical zone of the Enterprise, right? What are you doing here? I wanted to thank you. You were very kind this morning, helping me find the mess hall. Oh, it's the uh, other engineer here. Wow, is that the engine? It's the warp reactor. You can feel the power. Oh, you can feel the power of the engines. The I know. Herod Sar never let us leave our rooms. I've never seen anything like this place. I could show you around. If it won't get you into trouble. Oh sure, yeah. Come on. It's gonna get. Uh, it's gonna get you in trouble. It's gonna get you into trouble. Really. What have you got for a headache? It depends on what's causing it. How long have you been experiencing this? A few hours. What is it? Vincent Keeley was here with a headache several minutes ago. Is she all right? Oh, perfectly. Just as you are. That's probably just stress. Plenty of that going around. Or it could be our new passengers. The Orion females, why should they give you a headache? I'm just not used to seeing guys trip over themselves like that. Oh, just a little healthy sexual energy helps keep the blood pumping. If you ask me, it's pumping a little too hard. I'm surprised at you, Ensign. Why? You never struck me as being prone to jealousy. This should do very nicely. Flops? <laughs> all right. Oh, I must be nearing a sleep cycle. I thought you just had one. You're right, I did. A week ago. Yeah, so that's starting to affect all right of them a bit. The Orion's affecting flocks, the, it's affecting the women and the men in different ways. And now Tripp sees uh, the Orion girl down there with uh, the, the other chief engineer guy. 
That's where the matter and antimatter mix. That's right. It's where the matter and the antimatter mix. That's right. Lieutenant. Uh, yeah. Talk to you a second. Get out of my engine room, honey. <laughs> I mean, like, come on, she's just right there. Trip, come on, kick her out. What's going on? Sir, you're supposed to be recalibrating the EPS tabs. I'm giving a tour. She's only been here a couple of minutes. Not to mention the fact that she doesn't have clearance. You should have checked with me first. Well, I guess I can't do anything right. Just ask her to leave. No, sir. Ex I'm not through talking to her. Excuse me? That was an order. And I'm refusing. What the hell's the matter with you? You've been on my case since the second you got back. That's what the hell's the matter with me. And I'm telling you, it stops here. Kelby, you're walking a fine line. So are you, Commander. You're confined to quarters. And what if I don't want to go? It's either your quarters or the brig. Get out of here. Now. And take her with you. It's interesting right now, and, and I think this goes throughout this episode more, but Trip, not affected by them. You know, not... Uh, Come in. Doesn't see the appeal right here at all. So uh, Archer is now uh, visiting one of them in her, her quarters. The kind of the leader girl, I guess. What's her name again? Like I was wondering when you were going to come see me. Magma or Magna or girl, something like that. I've been your property for two days. Navar. Hmm. Oh, you Navar. and your sisters don't belong to me or anyone else. I don't understand. On my world, slavery's been illegal for hundreds of years. Are you saying? That you don't want us. I'm saying that you're here as our guests. Not Be our, our guests. Be our guests. I've been a slave my entire life. On different worlds for different owners. What's going to happen to me? You're free to start a new life. In the meantime, I've asked my protocol officer, Hoshisato, to brief you on ship's operations. There are certain areas that are reserved for Starfleet personnel. I know what happened in engineering. I've already spoken to Dinesh. I'm sorry. There's no reason to apologize. It's a big adjustment for the three of you. May I ask you something? Yeah, don't sit down next to her on her bed. Come on, Archer. Come on, stand you up. Find me attractive. I'd be lying if I said no. I've known so few honest men. And even though you don't wish to own me, I still wish to please you. If I choose to do this, would that violate your ship's protocol? Unnecessarily. Yeah, well, you know, he is the captain, so. Bridge to Captain Archer. Bridge to Captain Archer. Archer here. We're coming up on the planet. I'll be right there. Yeah, you'll be right there, maybe in a few minutes. Yeah, he's uh, he's a little... Uh, I recommend we go to Tactical Alert, sir. We can't be certain this isn't some kind of a trap. Go ahead. We're already picking up large deposits of magnesite. Muratsar was telling the truth. It would seem so. Keep scanning. I want to know how much is down there. You're feeling all right. I'm fine. Power reading. Not on the surface. In the upper atmosphere. The ship? Uncertain. Try hailing them. The cloud layer is highly ionized. It's obscuring our scanners. Get us closer. Within 10 kilometers. They're not responding. 
There it is. It's an unknown configuration. They're locking weapons. Extremely low yield. Barely scratched us. It's equipped with numerous sensors, most likely a science vessel. Its presence here could simply be a coincidence. They're firing again. Seems sort of weird. No damage. They could shoot at us all day. Face cannons. Sir? A face cannon hit will destroy them. Which means they won't be shooting at us anymore. If we simply withdraw, they'll most likely cease their attack and move on. And maybe they won't. Target them. Yeah. Lieutenant. Uh, where am I doing Captain. that? <laughs> Lock face cannons. No. Sir. They're moving off. So the uh, the engineering one of the Orions is walking down a corridor here. What's her name again? Let's see here. Crystal Allen. Okay, I think yeah. Well, that's the actress. I have just sorry. as much experience. Smarter, Dinesh. Yeah. Younger. You're better than him. Oh, now she's with Kelby, the, you know, crazy engineer guy. Tucker's going to take back his position? He denies it, but I know he's planning on staying. It doesn't seem fair. Oh, poor Kelby. Poor Kelby. Let's not talk about it anymore. Go get your own ship, Kelby. What? I'm used to being with men who take what they want. What are you talking about? You can't let him treat you like this. He's my superior officer. Where are you going? I thought you were different. You're Stay. a wimpy boy, Kelby. Wait. Don't leave. Hmm. What would you do to keep me forever? Uh-oh. Forever? Uh-oh. What would you do? Uh, what would you want me to do? Yeah, they're Anything. they're getting pretty messed up by these girls. Anything Come on, guys. You're Starfleet. You're better than this. Well, maybe you're not better than this. Of course, they have, you know, the ability to, you know, influence men. It's it's a chemical thing. It's a, it's a psychological thing. It's everything, but it's uh and now Kelby just slipped back into engineering somehow through a like a Jeffrey's tube or something. And, Of course, there seems to be more going on here. Looks like he's doing something to the engines, obviously messing things up. How are you doing? So he he pops Trip. Trip tries to stop him, but yeah, that's not gonna last. Don't these people have phasers? One good phaser stun, but punching, punching it works too. So. Go adapters! No! So he we was doing junction in the EPS system. If we hadn't gotten to him, we might not have a ship under our feet. When can we get underway? I'm not sure we can get underway. He did a pretty thorough job. Kelby, I didn't do anything. Tell me what happened. Whatever he told you, it's a lie! Three other people were there, they all saw you. Tell me why you did this. He's trying to get rid of me. Don't listen to him! Kelby. Captain, his adrenaline levels are dangerously high. I heard he told you I didn't have anything to do with this. Not till I get some answers first. In his current state, he can't give you coherent answers. I just want to go back to engineering. All right. I just want to go back to engineering. Quiet! What's wrong with him? It's the same thing that's affecting everyone on this ship. It's a highly potent pheromone. 
When exposed to human males, it accelerates the metabolism, causing aggression and ultimately a form of delusion. The Orions? Hmm. Women aboard the ship have also been affected. I've received an increasing number of complaints about headaches and listlessness. I suspect the pheromone acts as a defense mechanism against competition. Hmm. You okay? Hmm. It's impacted my sleep cycle. I'm having to rely on uh, stimulants to stay awake. <laughs> he just injects himself in Doesn't the Doesn't seem to be affecting you. I've scanned a good number of the crew. So far, the only people who haven't been affected are T'Pol and uh, Commander Tucker. Why me? I would have to run some more tests. But for the rest of us, the effect seems to be cumulative. The longer we're exposed, the more... We'll pronounced. lock them up in a, some kind of containment field or something, are. guys. Come on. Put T'Pol in command, for one thing. Oh, there they go. They got them locked up now. So, this is what you meant when you said we were free to start new lives? We found this in your quarters. Hmm. Seems we have no privacy, either. It's a communication device. You've been in contact with Aratsar as recently as two hours ago. And if I have? You were sent here to disable my ship. Yeah, you kind of messed with us, girlies. Aratsar contacted me to see if we've been treated well. Yeah, I don't think he'd care, no. Not buying that. Dr. Flox believes that prolonged exposure to your pheromones makes men delusional and extremely vulnerable to suggestion. That's how you convince Kelby to sabotage our engines. Your crewmen acted alone. I had nothing to do with it. Seems the only delusion here is your own. Damn it! It's time to start telling me the truth! Worried about you, Captain. You don't seem well. I'm not the one you should be worried about. I can see you're not very experienced at making threats. I'm a lot better at carrying them out. We were a gift, nothing more. A true commander would know how to appreciate such a gesture. Tell me. When's he going to attack us? No one is coming to attack your ship. Please, release us. Come on, Paul. Come on. Come on, Paul. Yeah, she's right there, too, so... Along with security people. Captain. Captain. Um, don't do that. I'm obviously not the only woman with power over you. they need to do is program a lock mechanism in here that only T'Pol knows the combination for because she's she's got you know the, them locked up but there's two security guys right there with like sweat all over their faces like they're Get not gonna last they're not gonna be able to fight do what it you can to help trip it's better if I stay on the bridge I don't need you to look after me you're not immune to these pheromones your judgment is impaired I can handle it we need to get the engine back online. I don't want to be a sitting duck when Aratsar gets here. You have your orders. They need some kind of uh, defense against this Captain thing. Captain asked you know. me to offer my assistance. Great. You can run through these diagnostics. I like the trip still has like a punch mark on his face, so you, you know, that they haven't been able fried. to just sort of like fix with one of the little magic, you know, medical tools they've got. You really think time. they're coming after us? It's likely. The transmission sent by the Orion females suggests a hard-sized ship is getting closer. You know, I keep thinking back to our first mission when we met the Suleban. I was so damn naive. I actually thought it was the last time we'd have to fight someone. I said never him talk to me! Knock it off! That's an order! Start up again and you both end up in the brig, understand? Now go help Masaru with the injectors. Now! Back to work. That's the third one in the last hour. There have been altercations throughout the ship. The captain's been affected. I'm concerned about him. The thing I can't figure out is why I'm immune. 
That might have something to do with me. You? There's a long-held belief that when a Vulcan mates, there's a shared psychic bond. We didn't mate. Okay. What do you mean by psychic bond? It's difficult to explain. Feelings, thoughts, even images can be shared. I'll stay dreaming. What? When I said before that I wasn't having any daydreams about you, it wasn't actually true. <laughs> so if we're bonded, what does this have to do with me not being affected by the Orions? I'm immune to the pheromones because of my Vulcan physiology. And you're making me immune? Apparently. Oh. I don't know whether to be relieved or really worried. Archer sitting here pacing around Tactical on the bridge. I, I, I like the way he... <laughs> it's it's his natural, like, when I'm mad, kind Distance. of... He paces back and forth like an animal. He's hailing us. Put him up. Yeah, what, what'd you do to us, dude? Can I be of help, Captain? Do you need a tow? We still have weapons. This is William Lucking as the Harad Sar guy. Ten, tends to play bad guys on shows. That's what it takes. The Syndicate wants your head, Captain. And they don't really care whether or not it's attached to your body. about this that I find interesting is they had him on his ship, right? You know, like although I guess Enterprise was okay at that time, so they thought they could fight, so this is an easier way to do it. He could have just grabbed Archer He's right trying to knock out our weapons, then take out his. Forward face cannons are down. Yeah, they're pretty much sitting ducks Protect right now our to help our engines. He's moving too fast. Orchard Engineering. Can we get more power to the thrusters? I'll see what I can do. We just lost off cannons. Try to divert some of the power from the grab plating. We're going to be a little lighter on our feet. What the hell? I don't mean to lose a few pounds. Reducing gravity plating to 90%. Thrusters are back to full. Hard to starboard. We're still too slow. Torpedoes! That last hit just took them out. He's powering down his weapons. He's coming about. Oh, he grappled uh, Enterprise. Thrusters, full along. So obviously it's taking Archer or killing him is, is it's better to it's just hard. grab the a whole a whole enterprise to have. That's a good prize. Relax, Captain. Enjoy the ride. We're not going anywhere. I'm afraid you have an appointment with a pair of Orion Marauders. I don't intend to keep them waiting. Release my ship. I can see you're upset. And I sympathize, but it's truly out of my hands. We are both slaves to the situation. They control you? You finally realize that? Yes, Captain, you've been operating under a misconception. It is the men who are the slaves, not the women. You see what I'm seeing? The scrapper's directly above our main deflector relay. Get up to the bridge. I'll be right behind you. The deflector? You can use it to send a positron burst through the towing cable. If we're lucky, it'll trigger an energy cascade. And disable his power systems. Do it. It's Paul to engineering. Yeah, you hook it. a wire to another You'll ship. That's, that's a bad conduit. idea. Understood. I like this. I like this idea. 
Oh, and the girls are on the bridge now. Captain. <laughs> it's like, yeah, Captain. we're on the bridge. Decon chamber. Come in. There's no one there. What did you do to my men? We asked them to leave after they released us. Maybe just shooting them with a phaser again, guys. You know, like, come Get off on. my bridge. Is that what you really want? Because if it is, I'll gladly do as you say. The one thing I think of this I episode would have been more interesting is if some of the girls were attracted to them too. You I know, think you wanted me to go. It, it, it seems a little, Captain, bit, you know. She's jealous. Come on, T'Pol, just go over and try anything nerve pinch all through. Even destroy they can't ship. really fight. Her presence is affecting your judgment. Arrest her. Don't listen. Do it, Captain. Regenerate. Yes. Take T'Pol to the brig. You heard your captain? Yeah, we're not having that. That's not happening. Oh. Oh, sir. Malcolm does have a face. Oh, but so does Trip. Yay. Stop him. Shoot all of them. We're ready. Take this. Disabled the other ship and also broke well, the coupling cable. Yeah, you're not affecting me. I'm with T'Pol. <laughs> Commander Tucker. Yeah, it's not gonna work on me, girlie. I'm impressed. Shooter, I'm trip. To see who's the true master of this vessel? Oh, save it. Captain Archer runs this ship. You're sweet talking the wrong guy. Let's go. <laughs> I like her expression after that, where he basically like, yep. You're not working on me. Nice. Captain Starlog Supplemental. The Orion women have been returned to Harat Sar, who's headed home at very low impulse. Okay. Oh. oh. <laughs> the dizziness should fade in a couple of hours. Glad to hear that. At least the pheromones are wearing off. I haven't thought about the Orions for what? A whole ten minutes. The entire crew's been bumping into walls. It's like... Someone spiked the water supply. The after effects will be around for at least a few days. Well done. Thank you, Captain. You'll be glad to know my log won't mention your firing on a fellow officer. I appreciate that. A court-martial would hardly be a fitting ending to this incident. At least we've learned something about the Orions. <laughs> yeah, the women are in charge. <laughs> it proves that even the most disagreeable species have some positive attributes. <laughs> <laughs> Was that my imagination? I don't think so. It almost sounded like you were making a joke. At least trying to make one. <laughs> I assure you, if I ever decide to make a joke, you'll know about it. There it is again. Paul, if I didn't know better, I'd think you were picking up some of Tripp's bad habits. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we proved it again. Proved what? That you and I make a hell of a team. We do seem to work well together. Even more now that we're in each other's heads. You're returning to Columbia? I imagine Captain Hernandez is getting pretty antsy to have her chief engineer back. There are still numerous repairs to be carried out here. I think Kelby can handle them. He'd been observing my work pretty carefully when he wasn't trying to blow up the ship. Kelby is a fine engineer, but he lacks experience. Why don't you just say it? Say what? But you want me to come back. I believe I did. I think your presence here would be extremely beneficial to our operations. No. But you want me back. I don't know what you mean. My mistake. See you around. Wait, Trip. I want you to come back. And I'll think about it. Trip! And then they kiss. Okay, yeah, alright, sure. Three days ago, I told Captain Hernandez I wanted to transfer back to Enterprise. Three days ago. <laughs> I realized this is where I was meant to be. And that uh, this thing between us, 
I'm not big of a deal. Agreed. Guess we got a lot of work to do. So that's it. Episode uh, bound from Enterprise. I gotta dial this down because I'm gonna start a new episode on Netflix. Ooh, Inner Mirror Darkly, the uh, great two-parter that they did. That's a great uh, set of episodes, which I've covered before on Treks and Sci-Fi. I'm gonna take a very short break. I'll be back and we'll wrap up today's podcast. This is Robert Picardo, the holographic doctor from Star Trek Voyager, saying hello to all the listeners of Treks in Sci-Fi. Okay, I hope you guys enjoyed that look at uh, an Enterprise episode from uh, Season 4 called Bound, uh, that we learned that the Orion uh, slave girls, or the women of uh, uh, you know of Orion, are, are kind of in charge, which still seems a little... Uh, the whole thing about that episode, I like the episode, it's fun, it's kind of goofy, uh, you know, but um, I, I have a hard time still quite believing that part of it exactly. Uh, you would think over the centuries, you know, that that was going on, that the men would have been able to do something about that, maybe, that some of them would have been able to resist it. And, and it and it's the fact that they it's well known that the Orion slave girls, you know, they get sold off to other people. Like, if you're in charge, why would you want to be doing that unless it, that never really happens they're just spying on other people or setting them up like they tried to do in this episode it doesn't it sort of makes sense if you have control over men except my my take on it would have been more like they can control not you know not all of their species all of the men in their species maybe just a few here or there or something maybe i don't know but it's still fun i like the episode I, I like the trip to Paul relationship a lot in Enterprise. I thought it was one of the highlights to me of the of the run because you've never, uh, you know, you never really got a, a, a very um, serious romantic relationship very often in Star Trek, you know, between crew members or, or whatever. They're kind of doing it a little bit in, in Discovery now, but uh, and they did it. They've done it a little bit. Deep Space did it. Um, Voyager did it a little bit between Paris and Bellana. But it, it's um, it's not something they really overemphasize. So I like, and especially the fact that you know, to Paul being you know Vulcan, this uh, I thought was really interesting. So, and I like the characters, I like the actors, I, I like the cast. And, and Enterprise has always been sort of a a hidden gem of a favorite. You know, I I liked watching it when it was airing, and and when no one else was, it seemed like, and and especially that last season that got really good. But man, no one was no one was watching it. It, it was just it got it, it got put on a weird time. I think it was on Fridays. Uh, it was just uh, it was the dark days of, of Star Trek, and now I think we're back into uh, into the golden era. You know, Discovery is really doing good, and I know I've said this many so many times. I feel like a bit of a broken record, and and I do believe that most people who are listening, if you're listening to this podcast, you guys are probably enjoying Discovery. You're uh, open-minded enough to give it a try, and and, and uh, the the ones that I'm still confused by are the ones now in season two that are still hating on it. I'm like, well, are you still watching it? Are you still hating on it based on a couple of episodes you saw in season one? Are you hating on it because it's five ninety nine a month or whatever? I I don't know, um, but uh, that's that kind of has to stop. Just along with the Star Wars people. You know, the last Jedi. Oh, worst, worst Star Wars ever. I hate it. They've ruined it. Da 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 da. You know, like, um, just uh, if you don't like it, don't watch. Just move on and let those of us enjoy it that are enjoying it. And and Discovery is just. Uh, I'd love to have anyone in a room and watch these. This season especially has been off to a great start. Really great episodes and uh, very very. The the people that have said sometimes it's not Star Trek. It's it's totally Star Trek. It, it, it's it's modern Star Trek, let's call it. So, uh, all right, enough uh, off the Rico soapbox. Again, thanks everyone for listening. Appreciate it. Hey, if you've never put up a review on iTunes, if you've listened to listened to this podcast for a while, or maybe a short time or a long time, and you never reviewed it on iTunes, uh, throw up a rating or a review there, or both. Uh, I really appreciate that. Done. Next week, uh, we're going to have a guest. Uh, I think Mark. Yeah, Mark's going to be here next week, and I think. Um, 
he's going to uh, what what is he going to cover? The Rocketeer. Oh yeah, that's right. He's going to cover that movie, uh, which is a fantastic movie. So that should be fun. All right, folks, I'm out of here. Take care. And uh, oh, next weekend also next Sunday is the big Oscar awards uh, with uh, Black Panther, amazingly, and a Best Picture. <laughs> it's not going to win. But uh, that's cool that they're starting to recognize at least some of these other movies that are not, uh, you know, well, that are that are genre movies, that are geeky movies and, and comic book things. Never in my wildest dreams would I have ever believed a, a movie, especially based on Black Panther, not that that's a bad character, but uh, that we'd ever get a comic book film uh, put into the best picture category. Uh, it's 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 incredible. And maybe one day, maybe one day it will win. Or one will win. So, okay, folks, take care. Talk to you again soon. Bye. This has been a Rico Dosti podcast production.